Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. I was looking down this list of clips, and we hadn't, you know, the one clip I have not heard, and that is um, Jesse Waters. You're correct. Who who mocked Joe Biden because of for his efforts to cure cancer. It's it's number. uh, Yeah, play that one. We have it right here. Yeah, 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 play it. You have it. Play that. I want to hear what he said. Play it. The president of the United States made a bold announcement today. He couldn't crush COVID, so he's going to cure cancer instead. In the last two years of COVID-19 pandemic, it's taken more than the the pandemic has taken more than 800,000 American lives. But that same period of time, cancer has claimed 1.2 million American lives. Now that I am president, this is a presidential White House priority. What many of you don't know is that Joseph R. Biden Jr. is a modern-day Renaissance man. He cut his teeth riding Amtrak all those years, where he was able to read the paper while drinking coffee and handing the conductor his ticket at the same time. So rest assured, cancer will be cured by Joseph Biden, who would have been an oncologist if he didn't run for office. Does Dr. Joe Biden have a lot of Give me a break. Stop. So he decided to mock the president because the president said, you know, I'm going to make this a priority. And we're going to find a cure for cancer. It reminds me of another president. We're going to go to the moon within the decade. Now, he was off by a year or two. God. And and I'm thinking, wait a minute, let me, let me say this. Maybe y'all did not, maybe some of you did not know this. Michelangelo, uh, yeah, Michelangelo, Cingarelli, and we, we've been talking. We both are cancer survivors. He found out he had prostate cancer. I found out. Now, let me, let me share this with you. And, 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 and some of you, I mean, it was no secret. I issued a, a statement. I started the, the hunger strike. On November 8th. And. um, I think I mentioned. uh, Yeah I did talk about it. I think I did. That by December. I had already been. 30 days plus. Into the hunger strike. And found out that my. uh, Prostate cancer. Through. Through. through a CAT scan and MRI had spread. Um, The cancer cells had spread to the shoulder and different parts of the body. But the doctor, the the oncologist, and uh, he's a combination of oncologist and a... uh, 
huh? Urologist, yeah, yeah, urologist. So he, he, he you know, he said, uh, I looked at the, the CAT scan and I got, he said, it's, it's, it's spread. Now, how do you want to deal with it? And, uh, and, and so the, the first question was, well, does my protest, will, will it, will, does it, will it enhance, I mean, will it hurt? Well, I have to, should I stop the, the hunger strike? He said, no, 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 I, you know, that, no. That, that won't, he said, but here's, if you decide to go with this treatment, it, it's, it's hormonal, right? Uh, you're going to have to come in every three months uh, and, um, get infusion, in other words, injections in your stomach every three months. I said, well, for, wait a minute, for how long? And this was within, you know, I mean, I mean this is, you know, the first one was mid-December. Um, he said, really, for the rest of your life. Wow. And so the, and, and so I'm, you know, the, so then, and what if I decide not to take this treatment? What if I just decide, you know what, I, 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 can't, go, I can't be running back to uh, the hospital every three months and going through every, and getting an injection. What if I, I, I'm thinking this, I wasn't speaking it, I was thinking it. What if I just say, forget it, and I just won't bother for this kind of treatment? So what would happen? And uh, the urologist, very, in a deadpan kind of way, well, you'll be dead in a year and a half. Oh, and by the way, within during that year and a half, we'll be giving you pain medication because you'll be in tremendous pain. Oh, okay. Well, that answers that question. Every three, what do you say, Sherry? Every three months doesn't doesn't yeah, sound bad. Every three months doesn't sound, sound so that bad. bad. Yeah. After okay. All. After all, because I want to live. I got work to do. And. Um, and so, uh, once again, decision. Do you continue the hunger strike or do you say, nope? So I get this little nasty email. Oh, you gave up. With, and, and then you, you sit back and say, if you only knew. You see, folks, this is why these people are mean, they're evil, they're nasty. And they want us to fail. They want to take this this country back. And what we did, and what happened was, it's like the Japanese admiral said that bombed Pearl Harbor. I'm afraid that all we have done, they're celebrating. Oh, we just oh we killed two thousand people. We sunk this boat. We said ah whoa whoa whoa. I'm afraid all we've done is awaken a sleeping giant. And that giant is now resolved to kick our ass. That's what happened. That's what has been done. That's why I say y'all can send all the emails, tweet all the nasty stuff. You have no idea what this, what our, the Madison family went through. And now, and let me tell you something. 
Not one member of the family said stop. My son, I'm with you, Pops. I'm going to start a hunger strike. Hell, I had a four-year-old granddaughter. Well, I'm going on a hunger strike. I mean, understand, not one. And the people, and then there were those folks who said, the ministers, you know what? We're going to do this. Then there was Melanie Campbell. Well, I'm going to get arrested. And then there was, uh, 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 huh? Ben Jealous. I'm going to take on the president. I'll take that part, Madison. Then there was Al Sharpton. Tell you what, let's, let's, let's celebrate the, not celebrate, let's recognize the, uh, a march on Washington for jobs, peace, voting rights. And he did that. Uh, then there was, uh, the chairwoman of the, um, Congressional Black Caucus. George, there you go, Joyce Beatty. And and she said, I'm going to get arrested. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Sheila Jackson Lee said, well, wait a minute. Don't leave me out. I'm going to protest too. It spread. It, and people, and, and then you had the, you, you, then the Democrats, well, I don't know if I want to do this with the, the, the filibuster. And eventually, all 48 of them, 48 of them all came together and said, okay, we're ready. We'll do what we have to do. And then two, two, you want to talk about the importance of one vote? Isn't this a, now think about this. They used their vote. I think I heard this on Trevor, uh, was it, what's his name, the comedian? Trevor uh, Noah. He, you know, I saw a piece, he was, he was promoting his show as a promo piece. He said, and, and I'm paraphrasing, isn't it ironic that they used their vote, the two of them, in the Senate, not to protect your vote, but they voted to protect their vote. But it's not over. Oh, you failed. These are the same people who said, well, look what happened to John Lewis. They turned him back. And John Lewis went to the hospital, got a couple of stitches in his head, Band-Aid, we've seen the photographs, and then went right back to that same bridge. Why do, what, you know, what does black history teach us? When somebody says, give up, black history teaches me and teaches you, all of us, black, white, or otherwise, Never give up. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.